They say money can't buy happiness, but you can sure as shit rent it. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and take some home today. All right, welcome. I, did I used to do this a variety hour thing? I don't remember. Was my my intro? I don't know. We're doing a variety hour. Start over. Start I don't. Over. I can what do number? It. Start also, over I don't have a fucking clue what number it is. I know. Shit. I yeah. I just. I can look that. it up. One sec. Hang on. Sorry, Chuck. Chuck. Is now laughing at this. All right, and welcome to the Bamcast Variety Hour. Variety, variety hour. hour. We are back <laughs> to do a variety hour uh, thing we have not done for. Uh, for a minute or several two. months um but this will technically be number 41 if you're keeping score yep. at home uh this was our interim show when we were in lockdown and not doing our normal thing uh some things have forced us sort of back into mini do- lockdowns to mm-hmm. the point that we were like all right it's time to roll out variety hour uh yeah, but short story we live in florida mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't want to be all crammed into a studio together mm-hmm. with us all potentially having the ronas yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's introduce ourselves real quick, just in case. Yes, I am Harlow. I'm Mackie. I am, I am BJ. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I, out I of like order on the Zoom screen. Yeah, it's a little... Uh, we got to get back into it. It's been since last May. Yeah, May 6th was uh, when we bombed a zoo. But uh, Well, we didn't. I mean, well, yeah. we were describing the, the plot of a movie. Did. Yeah. God. What were yeah. you guys talking about? That actually was yeah. a plot of a movie. I mean, it was like a, it yes. was a super dramatic wartime, you know, kind of thing. Like, uh, yeah, with Jessica Chastain. What was the name of that movie? I don't even remember I, now. I just, I think that I was your movie. We I, bombed a zoo. I've seen a lot of Jessica Chastain movies, but I don't think that's one of them. Um, I mean, it was sounds it like Price Pride, Dallas Howard. Then maybe I don't know. Uh, I mean, I Pride know. of Baghdad kind of sounds like the plot of that too, which is yeah. a comic book thing, but. But, yeah. No, it's not Pride of Baghdad, I right, can tell yeah. you that. But. No, I know. I don't think they ever adapted that. Oh, Zookeeper's, the Zookeeper's wife. wife. Okay. Was it Jessica Chastain or uh, Bryce Dallas Howard? <laughs> I I don't know. Hmm. Oh, okay. I only got as far as the Zookeeper's wife. <laughs> the world may never know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It could, it uh, by the Re- way. It could have been Rebel Alley for, for all we know. True. But yeah, Golden Jocks, uh, they'll uh-huh. be coming. Yes. We wanted to be at full strength. Uh, Chuck couldn't make it tonight, so... Yeah, we just figured we'd fill some time. We, we, I mean, we've obviously seen a lot of random things that we haven't discussed over this period of time. So yeah, it's been a while. I figure we just kind of decide what it is we want to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, does anyone yeah. have anything like jumping out, leaping out? I mean, man, the most recent thing. I just, I have to talk about that fucking bike chase in Boba Fett. Yeah, goddamn man. Minor spoiler thing. The latest one <laughs> yeah. in the Vespa chase. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like, I it did not surprise me when it said Robert Rodriguez directed that episode, and and yeah, like you can jump ahead like two minutes if you care that much. I mean, it's not like a major spoiler to say there's a speeder bike chase in this episode of Book of Boba Fett. It's the third episode, and it looks like some spy kids prequel level. Terrible CG. I mean, there's no other way to put it. It looks like shit. And it's you like, know, what happened? Like, I understand. <sighs> Here's the, the the weird thing to me is it, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like the Mandalorian was shot in a big circular 
projection screen room. Yes. Right? Um, this looks like it was shot in a big circular projection screen room. Like they either had the camera on a swinging mount or they had the, you know, the bikes on one of those 25 cent things that sits outside of the grocery store and spins and, mm-hmm. and bobs for the kids. And there was a green screen behind it. And it looks like there was no movement, basically. It's it's just, it's weird to me is I noticed the speed of it. At first, it looked like everything was going half the speed it should be. Yeah, and the, having no effect on anything. Yeah. It, it, like the, the machines didn't look like they were moving and the people didn't look like they were moving. I, I mean, I the way I phrased it on Twitter was like for literal decades now, Robert Rodriguez has been in this it's good enough mode. I got it done cheaply. And like, I feel like almost like he can't get out of that mindset that like, no, you're on Star Wars. You have a fucking budget. You can get this right. We don't just have to go, hey, I did it in front of a green screen with my kids and check it out because that's what this feels like. This feels like something that would be in fucking Spy Kids. Like, it's that bad. Yeah, I don't get it (laughs) because everything else in this show I've absolutely fucking loved and I think has been good to great. And this is just like, wait, what? There there were weird things that I felt like my mind was playing tricks on me throughout that episode where I was like, is that supposed to be like a weird non sequitur doesn't make sense Easter egg? Because like the whole episode, I kept going like that random character in the background looked like this character from like the prequels or some bullshit or like... Uh, Amy Sedaris's character shows up for okay. like two seconds. Yeah, yep. I thought she's I saw, in the background. Yeah, I thought I saw yeah. that with her, with her droid things walking around, which I was like, yep. okay, yeah, that that seemed fairly obvious. But I I was like, I swear somebody walking through the streets looked like the the assassin changeling thing from like episode two, like that he you know dives out the window to like catch the lizard girl. You know, oh, yeah. remember that? I mean, it was like, yeah, I swear it was just like. Somebody walking down the street, I was like, that looked like the exact same armor and looked like the lady. And I was like, but that character is dead. And that doesn't make sense because that would be like Mm -hmm. 80 years before this or something. I don't know. No, it's not that because this this is Boba Fett grown up. So it's whatever. But yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I I just I just I had to rant about that one scene because it's just like it was like just watch. I was just like astounded. Like, honestly, I was just stunned that this is what they went with. And this sequence is like five minutes long and it looks like this. Because like the whole train thing from the second episode is fucking awesome. Like everything about that whole sequence fucking rules. And it's like, wait, where did what? (laughs) Where did you guys go wrong that quickly? Is it like, should you have called Dean Cundy back to show up for the third episode? Maybe maybe get the person that shot Jurassic Park back. Yeah. And then wonder why it looks good. Yeah, because Dean Cundy, like I... I don't know what he's been doing. It looks like all a TV lot of shit crap. <laughs> yeah. But like, I don't they understand got him to shoot that second episode and that episode I, is fucking fantastic. So I know we have a history of being like, holy shit. Yeah. We love this person. But like, I saw that filmography drop and I was like, oh shit. Is there a serious problem with this person? Cause I was like, no one that like makes those movies should like yeah. be working on the movies that person and things that that person was later working on. There, there's yeah. like that doesn't make sense. It's amazing that there aren't people like you know, like Blumhouse or somebody isn't just like, dude, yeah, this guy made the fucking thing. Get yeah. him up, get him in here. Like, I, I, like you would just think that there would be young filmmakers that I, would just be like, I can get Dean Cundy. Like, yeah. if I was making a movie right now and I was like, I needed a sci fi slash horror tint to it, I'm like, 
if I can get Dean Cundy, I'm going to get fucking Dean Cundy. Like, unless there's like some, like you yeah. said, unless there's something. I, yeah, seriously. I mean, like going you know, on with him, like I you think would think it would just people like story about Tom Hanks might actually be true about him. Like, that's the only thing I could think that would like justify that career drop, because it's like, how does the person that shoots like Back to the Future, The Thing, Jurassic Park, and I don't know, like several other like classically well shot movies, like mm-hmm. suddenly like, you know, is like, all right, maybe cheaper by the dozen three or something. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't know. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. But you just think like some up and coming filmmaker would want to do like, you know, like a behind the scenes Tarantino type thing, you know, where he's like, you know who I loved John Travolta. I'm going to bring him back. You know, like you, you would think there would be somebody who would just be like, you know who I love Dean Cundy. Let's get him back. And yeah. this is the know. first we've heard of him in decades. Yeah. It feels like, anyway. or at least in anything we care about, but yeah, but uh, I'm enjoying book of Boba Fett. Otherwise, aside from that scene, like, and mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the structure. I find the, the flashback stuff way more compelling than the present day stuff. Or present oh, day, or however you want to put it. <clears throat> they they but, do need to stop framing it with like little kid badly composited faced thing for no reason. Like that, how many times have they used that shot? And it's like we get it. He saw yeah. his dad leave or something, but then watched his dad die. So I don't know what. It's not like it's the last time his dad was leaving. I don't know because mm-hmm. <laughs> he was there. So I, you know, this is the problem with prequels and things where you know what happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I' not gonna lie there. Yeah, you're right. Otherwise, man, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to. I don't want to continue the negative train. <laughs> so uh, I, I will. Okay. Oh it, well, I enjoyed Hawkeye. I, I really liked Hawkeye. Yeah, that was. I, I liked Hawkeye a lot because it was. It did what I've been asking Marvel things to do, and that's like, don't keep escalating shit. Mm-hmm. Like, just make it like, all right, this guy's got to deal with the mafia. Like, he's he's got to take out. He's got to take down the mafia, and you know, keep this girl from getting killed. That works for me, you know, like not everything has to be, oh, no, a portal to hell has opened and we have to stop it. And no matter the cost, you know, <laughs> sometimes yeah. it's just like, you know what? I just want to have an adventure and get home to my family before Christmas. I yeah, and I know this, this is going to cross a little bit between what I said and one of our last Bamcast Primes. I, maybe when we were talking, I don't I don't remember when I brought this up, but I mentioned like the Venom sequel or maybe I was just talking while we we're on the live stream about how yeah. just incoherently stupid it is. Now, mm-hmm. I, I know that like a lot of people are like, yeah, I like Venom because things happen and punchy things. But Black Widow sucked because it was like, I don't know. What was that about? And my point is, is like Hawkeye, both Hawkeye and Black Widow, be it in a sort of long form TV show or a condensed movie, were personal stakes to those characters. And I like that sort of approach. I'm not saying that they're the best things ever or I, I don't want to have continued in game level fucking cool things happen in the Marvel universe, but like mm-hmm. it's very interesting to craft a story around extremely personal stakes, i.e. I've got to make up for my bad decisions of how I dealt with the blip, or I've got to save all the people who were brainwashed like me if I can, you know, like that's, those are super personal stakes for both characters. And it's like, that's interesting to me. Uh, it's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. They're stopping to tell the little stories along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really good for the, you know, for the small screen. And none of this is really stuff like none of them are, are things that you have to that you have to see to, you know, to get what's going on in the next Marvel movie. But I, I do. I also like that little, you know, the little slice of, you know, some other crisis that isn't the end of the fucking world once again. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I also really enjoyed Hawkeye. Like I, I loved that, you know, that small story and also just getting to spend some time with Hawkeye. Cause it's a character that I basically know nothing about because as, as listeners will know, I am not a comic book guy. So everything I know about the comic book characters, I have learned through the movies. Um, if you really want to make people happy, call them the purple arrow. <laughs> Cause then you're like combining characters from both universes. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, it's nice to learn about learn more about this character because I don't feel like he got or like almost like he feels like in the series he's like oh yeah okay and there's my two second part there in the giant stage musical uh, okay so it's nice to you know it's nice to learn a little bit more about the about the character and get to spend t- some time with um uh, with him as well uh, I also just like I like Jeremy Renner in this character he's he's really fun. Uh, I mean, kind yeah, of I usually don't like but... him, but I really enjoy him in this, especially good times. I, mm-hmm. I like a, I like a lot of the side media that's going on around the big franchises right now. I am really enjoying that. And most of it is Disney. Most of it is run by Disney somehow. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, um, Disney runs like two thirds of entertainment at this point. Unfortunately, right. Disney but... makes all the entertainment and Hasbro makes all the toys for it. Yep. It's true. <laughs> I'm yeah. just, those are your two companies, basically. It's for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Wars and, and Hasbro, you know, tale as old as time. I guess Kenner. Kenner, too, yeah. But, I'm yeah. saying Hasbro has absorbed all the other toy lines. Yeah. And yeah. games and everything. Yeah. I am, uh, I am glad that these don't, they don't feel compromised like, say, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. always felt like a TV show to me. Like, it was always like, all right, here's the budget, and we can't really do any of the big stuff. And here it's just like, no, we got people from the movies, and we spent a shit ton on the budget to do things. You know, like, that's what I appreciate about this, Loki, you know, uh, basically all of them <laughs> thus mm-hmm. far. Except I, I think What If is the biggest misstep they've had, frankly, in the Marvel Universe. I think What If is not good. Like it's actively bad. In fact, um, that that has no bearing on any of the canon stuff, though, right? It's I, just, I mean, sort of like well, one-off stories. Some of it might, but probably yeah. not. I, I, but, I can't say anything because I've yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm now all up to date on Marvel things, as up to date mm-hmm. as one can be. So that's all. Yeah, I you say. went and. Um, I, I, you I saw watched, the Spider-Mans. Yeah, I watched Eternals. Well, I, mean, watched Eternals I mean, yeah. since we've talked about this, I mean, we never really discussed Shang-Chi really coming out in, other than like, hey, that happened. Eternals. I just saw that a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, and <laughs> Eternals is now available at home, home. And, you know, and if you're, you know, feeling like braving the theater, there's, you know, Spider-Man 3, mm-hmm. 2, 3. Spider-Man three, three, Farford two. Nugent. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man 3, 2. Yeah, if I can find an empty theater on a weekday... I might do it, but um, speaking of Shang Chi, really quick, uh, yeah. I really liked Shang Chi. I did too. Yeah. I was surprised that was really at how good much move. I liked That's, it. Um, another that personal, was uh, personal story. I mean, it has ram- it has larger ramifications, but yeah, it's I like that because it's like character. Let's know about him. Do things. Well, yeah, and you know, I've I've said it before. Like Tony Leung, I could watch that dude read the phone book. I fucking love that guy. Like it's like him and Chow Yun Fat. <laughs> like whatever they do, I'm going to be like, "All right, I I'm I'm watching all of this. I don't care what it is." <laughs> you know, and 
having him basically <laughs> be the main bad guy was pretty great. And and he sells a lot of dumb shit that that character's doing in a way that's like a lesser actor would not be able to sell a lot of that dumb shit as being legitimate, but he pulls it he, off. Yeah, they're, they're often characters in movies that are like, ah, I'm doing this bad thing for uh, what is what I'm set telling you is a good reason. And, you know, you generally don't believe it and you don't believe that the character believes it, but mm -hmm. you believe it out of, out of Tony Leung. Yeah. It's, um, and Michelle Yeoh in it too. Like, well, she's just, you know, she's just out of this world. I, I love her. She's like and, Cynthia Rothrock. You know, we, we said that when we had a movie with both of them in it is it's like, why the fuck didn't we get like, you know, 25 movies here in the U.S. with her that we were just like, holy shit, man. Right. Like, why was she not one of the biggest things ever? Yeah. And even though, like, Crouching Tiger was a big, like, a giant sensation in the U.S., it didn't... It didn't do, like... But, I mean, that was... I mean, I'm not saying it, but I was, like, getting past her true prime. You know, I mean, that was... She was supposed to be a somewhat aged character. You know, that was... Mm -hmm. That was exposure, like well after the fact. I mean, you know, I mean at least yeah, with Jackie right. Chan, it but was she's... like here's here's a here's an older guy. Oh, and by the way, he's been doing this shit for twenty years. Watches pull out this archive of movies and you know re-release them dubbed and stuff. So it's like he had that mm -hmm. kind of career, but yeah, yeah, it didn't like that. And Tomorrow Never Dies didn't exactly lead to like this right. Michelle Yeoh Renaissance that it, it should have been. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, but Tomorrow Never Dies also like barely uses her, which sucks. Yeah, yeah. and. She's still like incredibly capable mm -hmm. today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, just like I mean, yet. just like Cynthia Rothrock. Yeah. Um, so why don't we get a series of like five Michelle Yao and Cynthia Rothrock movies? Mm -hmm. Like, just put them both in a movie, fig make up a franchise, and do it. I mean, yeah. um, hey, we're talking about the Expendables or whatever they were going to call uh, it, but I mean, I yeah, I'd still you know even you know I think that actually came out, didn't it? I, I feel like they did some version with like everyone you weren't really looking for. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was like, oh, yeah, well, we got the lady from Terminator 3. And it's like, yeah, but that's not who you're thinking, you know? <laughs> or, yeah, you know? Right. Like, that's, yeah. Yeah. But I, there's something I want to say about her character, but it feels spoilerish. So, like, I guess if you haven't seen it, jump ahead, like, literally only 45 seconds, because that's all that's going to matter. But anyway, like, that character is so pure and good that I was expecting the heel turn that never came. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this person is too nice and too understanding. <laughs> like something's going to go wrong here and it never does. So I, I guess that was good. <laughs> like it was an yeah. actual swerve because I was expecting a swerve. You swerved yourself. Yeah, I, I kind of did. I think Yeah, congratulations. When a movie makes you swerve yourself, uh, that's the, Truly yeah. the best swerve of all. Yeah, but with that and um with that and nobody, it's been a good year for bus fight scenes. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh I think the only the final point that I wanted to make on uh Shang Chi was that um a big like a martial arts movie getting the Marvel treatment and money is a thing that I didn't know that I wanted and now kind of want more of because mm -hmm. that formula works surprisingly well i don't know how like i don't know if we could get five more movies out of it but yeah everything fell into place i for that look 
you ha- it's there's a lot of suffering through bullshit to be had but if you want more of that may i suggest plowing through the entire marvel netflix because <laughs> that is all ground level punching and kicking and mm-hmm. stuff and i mean there's a lot of bullshit in it but there's also like some surprisingly good ass fight scenes throughout that and the marvel what marvel like netflix. like you know starting with like daredevil to luke cage to iron fist to jessica jones you know all of those things like that whole street level stuff they did with the defenders you know gotcha i yeah. kind of meant more of a like big but you know the big big epic movie yeah, like, but yeah the, the flying crouching tiger style versus like the you know uh ground level uh old boy <laughs> like you know mm-hmm. punching and kicking yeah. style yeah okay yeah yeah but i'll i mean i don't know i i couldn't bring myself to care about any of those early era marvel tv shows back when they came out i don't know if i can make myself care now but Maybe I'll get sick again and have some time to to sit down and watch. Yeah. And I think the difference between those and like the current, you know, the only way to put it, big budget Disney plus Marvel Mm -hmm. ones is like the Disney plus ones don't feel like there's any chaff. Like they feel it feels like, all right, this is we've got our six hours. Here we go. And the Netflix ones are like, no, this has to be 13 episodes. Uh, I mean, it's. And it's like, oh Honestly, my god! Iron Fist get season the fuck one and to it. Iron Fist season one and the, and the Defenders miniseries are to, to me the only ones that really suffer from that. Maybe maybe a little Daredevil season two gets a little. Yeah, Daredevil was. Up. I was. You didn't like the first season of Daredevil? I thought that was tight. <laughs> the uh, yeah, there, there was a lot of just like stuff with Foggy that I was just like, I like Foggy. I don't need this much Foggy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe that was my feeling about it, but yeah. Right. Yeah, but either way, like Simulu is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Aquafina, I'm normally not a fan, but I was, I actually liked her in this movie, and I think it's because they really, they don't, they don't Disney cartoon her in the final scenes where she's just running around doing dumb shit, you know, and like, it, like like she's in the final scenes, but she has a point for being there and it's not a distraction like Jar Jar running around the battlefield type shit right. that you would expect it to be because of how that character has been throughout the movie. And also like that character lends some grounding to so much of what happens, you know, like <laughs> when they're on the side of a building fighting ninjas and she's just like, wait, why the fuck are we, what, what is happening here? Like I am not <laughs> understanding any of this shit. And yeah, I always enjoy I think- an audience surrogate like that. That I kind feel of like that's brings the, things back. Yeah. I feel like that's the first time, I, and it has to be the first time I've seen her either on TV or film because I did not I did not expect that noise to come out of her mouth <laughs> when she started talking. Oh, you didn't know yeah. she was uh, Asian Natasha Leone? <laughs> exactly, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because that's exactly what she said. <laughs> yeah. And thank you for pointing that out because yeah. it was... Mm-hmm. That's one of those things that's been rattling around in my head for for weeks is who she reminds me of. Yeah, from New York, um, New York. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Or uh, Pamela Ablon or Adlon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. All cut from the same kind of cloth. But mm-hmm. yeah, I I really enjoyed her her character. I thought she you know I thought she brought a lot to the brought a lot to the movie, and I was reminded. I was pleased. You, you should watch Crazy Rich Asians. That's a fun movie. I have not seen that. Okay. It's a cute movie. I'm not saying it's okay. like amazing. It's just it's one of those like oh that is that is very pleasant. And I have a smile on my face. Thank you, movie. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. 
Yeah. Anyway, um, speaking of smile on my face, I guess I'll go ahead and segue from that. I, I decided to... Uh, I, I've just been like perusing every... I'm not shilling for any company. I'm just every Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever your digital movie delivery service platform of choices. I think they almost all run the exact same sales if you really get down to it at the same time. Um, I've just been like grabbing sale movies and bundles and stuff over the last few months because it's like you need entertainment when you're at home. <laughs> so I've just been kind of yeah. like buying some random ass things and if it's like $5 or less, I'm like, hell yeah, let's do this. Uh, so all of the Karate's Kid movies got 4K Dolby Vision lately. Mm. Um, so I bought that trilogy, the original trilogy. I know that doesn't make sense because there's more movies than that. There was a Hilly Swank one and yeah. then there's the the other thing that I don't even want to think about because I've never watched it and I kind of don't want to. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You're talking the Ralph Macchio trilogy. Yes, I have seen the Ralph Macchio trilogy. Uh, I've watched all three. Uh, I, I just want to speak briefly because it's been it's been kind of a minute since I've watched two and three. So uh, just for the record, I think Karate Kid Part 1 is pretty much like a frame-perfect movie like Alien. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, to be honest with you, like I... I I would challenge anyone to like say what they should do differently in that entire movie for like every top to bottom. <laughs> Honestly, uh, like I think every <laughs> Make music... Johnny the hero. Uh, no, I no like I mean I know that's a fun thing to say, <laughs> but it's know, like yeah, it's I know. that yeah, it's one of those things where it's like yeah, that's that's fun, but it's like if you you know if you start like if you start room two thirty seven or uh, Ferris Bueller is not real in this mm-hmm. movie, it fucking ruins it and don't do that. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I just, like I said that uh, just so you understand where I'm coming from. I, I think that is like, I'm not saying it's like the best movie ever made. I just think it's Rocky done right. <laughs> Cause Rocky is not that great of a movie and, and Rocky somewhere amongst all the Rocky movies, there is a good movie. It's just mm-hmm. not any one particular one of them. <laughs> and I think the karate kid is because it's the same director and, and yeah. it's like, it's all the same good musical cues. It's Bill Conti. It's everything done right. Um, so that's just, yeah, I haven't watched it in a long time, but yeah. everything I remember, it's great. Yes. Yeah, like if like I said, somewhere amongst all the Rocky movies, there is a great movie, and it's called The Karate Kid. <laughs> it's like you take all the parts of the Rocky movies that are you think are the awesome parts, and it blends down into The Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, and then there's the crazy thing is, I, I I jokingly will often say that The Karate Kid Part Two is better than Part One, and that's only because it's like. It's like Godfather Part 2. It's like, I really can't honestly say Godfather 2 is better than the first one because, you know, the Godfather was meant to be a singular movie. And it's like, it's just like Star Wars. It's like, if the others didn't exist, look, I know Empire Strikes Back is a better movie. That's, that's that, you know, kind of indisputable. But it's like, mm-hmm. you can't also just say it's a better movie because you can't, it can't exist without the other one or the ones afterward. If like you separate it as a standalone movie, it's shit. <laughs> you know, Star Wars is a better movie because it is a complete one movie and it is therefore a better mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> so it, I know that's a weird thing to say. I can see that train yeah. of thought. Yes. <laughs> it's just because like on a standalone, it, 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 you know, you can watch it by itself. Um, however, like, you know, if I'm being truthful, like Godfather, the first is actually a better movie than the part two. I think there's a lot of strong performances and stuff. Same thing with Karate Kid part two. It's just, it's a damn strong sequel like extremely strong sequel like probably one of the best sequels that's ever existed you know besides mm-hmm. the one I, ones i just mentioned um but it's not the first one and you know you can't say yeah. like it's better because that's actually absurd you know 
but it is a really, really good movie. And then there's three. Um, three's <laughs> not bad, but three is weird. Three is such a strange, strange movie. <laughs> like I, it's honestly just absolutely bizarre. It is like it is like the curse of the threes. Just can't help but happen you know like there mm-hmm. i don't like i honestly don't know if there's like a third movie that i can say like yes that is perfect that is a perfect third movie like i can't find a single fault in it like you know i could the say there's the only like, one i can say is goldfinger okay yeah that is I, I that is like the only one that comes to mind for me sure okay. honestly but so. yeah. but then again it's not a trilogy it's yeah. just like a third movie that they're all you know, variations on the same movie. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, in a trilogy, it's like, I can't yeah. think of a, like a third movie that I can actually say like, that is legitimately fucking great. Maybe, maybe return of the King, honestly, probably that's it. Like that's probably yeah. the best of the Lord of the Rings movies. And it's, that happens to be the last one. So, but then yeah. again, I'm, I will stump for two towers all day long. Cause mm-hmm. that battle of Helm's deep, I think is the best yeah. thing. in the whole movie. I'll stump for the first one. So mm-hmm. yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But Karate Kid Part 3 is just so weird. It's still a good movie, but man, it's like the characters, there's things I like, I appreciate about the characters that things change and it's not stagnant. It's it's not just like, well, here we go again, Mamma Mia. Um, it's just, it's strange because like Miyagi gets distant, like for the wrong reasons. Like it's never like, I was doing this to train you. It's just like, dude, talk. Like, <laughs> like you're not doing yourself any favors by not like being by being mysterious here you're just creating conflict by doing the i'm not saying anything to create conflict and i don't know it's just it's really strange because there are interesting things that happen throughout it because like yeah it, I, I don't know <laughs> like it's From interesting what? because like like uh, uh daniel gets like friend zones right away by the by the girl in the movie so it's like that's never going to be a thing in the movie it's like mm-hmm. it's really a love story about him and Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> like that's really what it's about. So. Well, and from what I remember of it, which it's been a long time since I've yeah. seen it, but it feels like it should have been Johnny that had the vendetta against him instead of, uh, Martin Crease. Cove. Yeah. Um, like that, yeah. that's always struck me as odd where it's like, this dude's way older. Why does he care? <laughs> where it's like, Johnny should be the one who's like, no, fuck that guy. Yeah. But that's, you know? then, then, I mean, then, but then we get Cobra Kai and honestly, Cobra yeah. Kai is pretty fucking good. <laughs> I know. Everyone should I know. It, it, it's like everyone has taken all of these complaints that people have had over the mm-hmm. years and we're like, okay, let's do it with Cobra Kai and actually make it work. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just so strange. And I mean, I, like there, there are things that I know people absolutely hate about it. That I think are great. Like that, like the dude, um, I can't remember that guy's name, but the guy, we saw him in another action movie, the ponytail bad guy, dude. It's just so hammy that it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, he's got a three name thing, like Ian something something, one of those kind of people. Yeah. But anyway, Ian Patrick Flannery Thomas <laughs> Flannery Thomas Sean yeah, Tommy <laughs> Sean Connery oh, Flannery. Oh him. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh him. Yes. Ah uh, yes. That's his last name. <laughs> oh him. Oh him. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, he's just hammy and and good and but yeah, it's just like everyone has the weirdest motivations. Yeah, it's so bizarre. Anyway, I don't know. I thought I had more coherent thoughts. I I think the most interesting thing, because I think Daniel's love story is the most bizarre and interesting aspect of those movies, because they basically just write out, um, it's Elizabeth Shue, right? (laughs) I always get her and uh, Robin Wright confused. It's Elizabeth Shue. It is Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. They just write her out of the second part, like, unceremoniously. Yeah. and it's just like, oh yeah, she fell for a football player, and yeah, it turns out she's 
trash. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's a weird thing. But the interesting thing about the second one is it's like you you put you do the fish out of water thing and it's like he can't use his stupid like hey baby I'm saying a line you love me now right kind of moves on the girl who doesn't understand any American idioms so it's like it constantly yeah. puts him at odds of like yeah we're gonna take this road on the street and she's just like we're standing in the street and he's like oh shit I've got to talk like an actual human and I can't do dumb lines so it's <laughs> it's kind of interesting like that that becomes a, a factor in that movie where it's like he has to de machismo himself to talk to this girl like a like a human so <laughs> and then mm-hmm. the third one is just like i don't know you're whatever i have boyfriend we can be friends but i'm just in this movie for reasons because we need a lady yeah <laughs> yeah it's really a love story about him and mr miyagi they live happily ever ever together forever until well he dies he's <gasps> old no well i mean he does because no, really he lived to star in all of those Sedaris movies. <laughs> Actually, that <laughs> right. one Sedaris movie. Yes. He's, he's, <clears> out on, he's out on that hot tub in the sky playing with all the other cast of yeah. Happy Days. So, uh, you want to talk about another bad sequel? Sure. Oh, I Ma- know where you're going with this one. Matrix Resurrections. I, I know where you're going with this one. <laughs> yeah. Matrix Resurrections. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, I I have so many thoughts and I don't even know where to start, but clearly Lana thinks we care way more about the outside the matrix stuff from the second and third movies than we do because they spent a lot of time there that I could not possibly care about and it's it it felt like watching the second movie somewhat where it's just like, "All right, we're getting to the good stuff." And then it's like, "No, we're not. We're doing this instead." for a while and then yeah I, I it's one of those it, that frustrates me almost more because there's some stuff i like in it and some things that happen that i like mm-hmm. but there's so much squandered opportunity in it that it's like fuck man like why couldn't you pull this all together <laughs> and i just i that movie misses bill pope so much like i i think out of almost anything even more you know than than not having two wachowskis on it you know not having bill pope there was huge because i think the look of this movie is not nearly as good and i think the fight scenes are okay to bad mm-hmm. and you know for a movie like the matrix that's known for hey right like you know, I hate to be like the the guys in the beginning that work at the game studio. They're like bullet time, fights, all that. But like that movie worked because all of those action scenes were fucking amazing. Not not just for the time, they're still amazing. And this one has none of that. And I just I there's some stuff in the where they're doing the whole uh, motorcycle thing at the end that looks close to there are some shots that look like the damn speeder bike chase <laughs> from Boba Fett. There's a couple that are just like, Oh, that didn't work right at mm-hmm. all. It didn't composite well. And that's just a shame. You know, I, I mean, the whole thing just feels like a damn shame. So I I had several thoughts about it first. Yeah. Like I, the, the look when they're not fighting, I think, I think they got it. I, I, I feel like you might have seen emotions moved or some kind of 
Alt, you know, altered version, perhaps. Yeah, it wasn't on my setup. It was on my right. in-laws setup. So that sure. that probably contributed somewhat to it. Yes. I, yeah, I'm just saying, because I mean, you were you, you were talking about things and I was like, I didn't really notice that. I was like, I don't think the fight sequences looked great. And the C, a lot of the CG was kind of some very substandard. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I thought that like the, the general color scheme and, and, you know, still shots and stuff looked theme appropriate. Like I thought that they did a fairly good job of it, but... I think there's there were several things you and I talked about after we after we both watched it. Yeah, the the Morpheus recast thing, like first off, okay. Wait, they just wholesale recast Morpheus? Well, it's a long story. It's a long. Story. I mean, it they make it work thematically. Yeah, but but then they just have this character that doesn't mean literally anything to the entire movie. Where yeah, in the, the Matrix movies Morpheus is a very important character. Yeah, and the thing is, like, when they introduce him and he says, uh, my name is Morpheus, like, the music swells and it's this dramatic moment, and I started laughing. Mm-hmm. Like, straight out, burst out laughing. I was like, okay, I think I, this is what we're in for, isn't it? I Here's here's the thing, and I hate to say this because I, I, I don't know where this comes from, and I don't know why certain people seem to lack this, but some people think really stupid things look cool <laughs> like i mean and, and tale as old as time well i just i mean like I, i'm trying to think like things that like m night Shyamalan when he does action sequences or even bad michael bay when like he's not doing like somebody's not there to like hey, this isn't funny michael you know like mm-hmm. you know do not inject humor or do not try to go for like a huh you know like reference like you know like, you know, like I say, I always say the Keenan and Ivory Wayans reference, you know, walk-in thing. Yeah. Like, and I always feel like that's, like, certain people can't help but do that. And I feel like this movie is full of that because you don't cast King George from Hamilton as your Smith when the, that's all anyone knows him for. I mean, unless you're a Broadway yeah. nerd. Like, it's like, you, you need a transition movie. I, I, I get that, like, you might not want to be stuck being Broadway kid for the rest of your life, but it's like, you don't inject that person into a Matrix movie and then expect to be, them to be taken seriously in their first go. Well, and also you don't give them that iconic a role. Right. That's what I mean. You don't, you, you yeah. don't be like, Hey, you know, I know the world only knows you for this one singular thing. And, you know, uh, and, and they're going to, ha- and it's very uh, characteristic and they're going to have a hard time taking you seriously in an action role. So uh, how would you like to play Darth Vader unmasked? And it's like, no, that's not what you do. Like, that's not your first, like, foray into like serious acting is like taking on some iconic thing <laughs> like and and then people like you, you expect this to work right and like same thing with doogie i'm sorry but like there are certain things like i'm fine with neil patrick harris and i know he's not doogie anymore but like there is that level that no matter when you see him you're like hey it's fucking doogie Hauser. <laughs> like mm-hmm. there are certain <laughs> things that you can't like oh yeah he's he's very important and sinister or whatever you know you want us to imagine about him but it's like it's still at the end of the day it's fucking doogie Hauser. it works in like starship troopers because that movie is tongue-in-cheek and everything it knows about how stupid it is to like have fucking doogie Hauser be you know wearing these ill-fitted Nazi garbs and stuff like and talking mm-hmm. to brain bugs. I mean, it all looks silly because it is silly and like that's what it's all about. But yeah, this this movie is like it's silly and we want you to take it serious. And it's like, no, I do not. I, I reject that and I do not want it. So and, and this movie suffers from that constantly. Yeah. Just well, like, I haven't seen silly. Hamilton, so maybe that'll be fine for me. 
if you don't know who he is, it's fine. But yeah, I mean, I feel like, well, you know, even if you do, like, I just, I hate the direction they took that character. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I, yeah. I, I just, I, there's no other way to put it. I fucking hate it. And it's, it's just a bad take on a character that should be iconic and should matter more. And they just, they fuck it up. I mean, there's no other yeah. way to put it. They just straight up fuck it up. Yeah. And, you know, and then Morpheus reintroducing the character, giving him one scene, and then basically dumping him out of the movie and not using him anymore is, it's dumb. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, there the, are unfortunate things. Like, there, there are ways, like, I rewatched Bill and Ted 3 recently. Like, that's, that is a good way to sort of, like, do a band, get the, uh, get the band back together movie, mm-hmm. and, you know, with one of the same stars. <laughs> this is a bad version of that, where it's like, yeah, yeah well, we couldn't get people for some reason and that honestly doesn't make sense because it seems like why else would like Lawrence Fishburne have been you know floating around the John Wick movies if not to be like we still work well together and stuff I mean does does is he some outspoken like anti-trans person I mean I don't you know I I mean again I'm like theorizing like is there some reason like he just wouldn't do it because I feel like Lawrence Fishburne would work on just about anything it's not like he's like got some like high pedigree of movies where I'm like I'm I'm above this but I, it's just it's strange to be like well we got Jada Pinkett uh, so we're gonna lean heavily on that and it's mm-hmm. like yeah but she was fucking background fodder in the in, in the sequel movies it's like nobody gives a shit about her honestly like do we yeah <laughs> you know like her character I mean her character I mean I'm, I don't care about her but it was just like that was a case of like oh uh, uh, a somewhat well known person wants to be in our movie okay uh, let them be one of the in- other insignificant boat captains and then it's yeah because like, those were in the days where like if you told yeah. anyone in Hollywood hey we want you to be in a Matrix movie they're like sign me up yeah I don't need to see the script just like, right. give me what the whatever I'll I'm doing do whatever yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like it, I don't know it's just like hey it's almost like an extended cameo role that became like a super important character in this and it's like no I don't know. <laughs> I don't want that. Yeah. 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 And like, honestly, the only bright spot to me is Carrie Ann Moss. Mm-hmm. Like every scene she's in is fucking great. Yeah. She's like, like she's, she's like, you guys have forgotten about me. This is my chance to bring it. And she delivers like every single scene she's in, especially the ones where it's just her and Keanu mm-hmm. having, you know, just having discussions yeah. are absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I don't want you to think like I totally hated this movie because I, I was on board with this movie for, I think, a lot longer than you were. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like there was just a point like somewhere in the third act where I just kind of threw my hands up and I was like, nope, like I I no longer am following whatever you're doing. You have lost me, but you had me for a while. I was on the hook. Like, <sighs> they almost, do dar- almost Dark thing. City style. You know, yeah, like, I was I was kind of with it. Like, I, like yeah, because I, I didn't know the backstory of like they had a horrible time making the, the video game version and that's what mm-hmm. all of that first act stuff was about. I thought it was just like a, a tongue in cheek, like, yeah, well that would be a good way to explain a way to the world that the matrix was fake, that it's a video mm-hmm. game, you know, like the world would buy that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, like yeah. I didn't realize there was like, you know, subtext to that or supposed to be subtext. That was apparently for text. <laughs> yeah. There's <laughs> nothing subtle yeah. about any of yeah. those scenes at that point, which is also another, thing that bugs me because there's some stuff that's sprinkled in there Mm -hmm. that's like you just want to be like yeah you fucking nailed it that's perfect and then there's other stuff where they're like uh uh and you're like no you blew it like you had it and then you lost it 
Yeah. But uh, but there are, there are a couple things they do in those final action scenes that I think are great and a great use of like okay they're in the matrix so let's let's have fun with this where I mean I I feel like I'm spoiling it but they basically turn it into a fucking zombie movie mm-hmm. and that's great like it's a <laughs> lot of fun seeing that happen and all the people that are like you know have jacked into the matrix are like oh shit, this is actually what's happening right now and, you know, losing their shit, which leads to probably what I would say is the best action scene in the movie, but it's still not great. And suddenly transitions from night to day in like one scene, Mm -hmm. which kind of doesn't work either, which is like... That shit always always breaks my brain. Like it happens in Hobbs and Shaw and it's just like, the fuck? Like it was yeah. midnight and then they came up and it's noon. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that, that is one thing that seems like it should be such an easy thing yeah. and it will always get me in every movie. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, how, how did you let this happen? And yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I just, I, I feel like there was a lot of potential there that they, they just, they screwed it up. They fucked it up. I mean, there's no other way to put it. And yeah. It's really disappointing. <laughs> so I, I am just realizing like how kind of sad that this is where we are. But did anyone watch Ghostbusters Afterlife? <laughs> I <laughs> not did yet. not. Huh. No, I just I realized that like, you know, I know how Chuck much, had like, thoughts on it that were basically what? like, well, that's a Ghostbusters. What I know. <laughs> like, I just know that, that like that's where we are. That I, I, I have this hope like. As I said, I'm not necessarily against remakes or long in the two, three sequels or whatever, but mm-hmm. I really kind of hope that, like, I feel like we're in the disaster movie period where it's like, oh shit, we're on the tail end. Like, it's petering out now. Like, they just don't give a fuck. Like, they're just slapping spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks because that's what I feel like a lot of these are. It's just like, I don't know. The ingredients of the sauce are whoever's still alive toss in there and throw at the wall and eh. Because <laughs> um, I'm not and I'm not trying to put that on Ghostbusters or any of these things, but it, it just feels like that's the point where that we've reached where it's like they're not really trying that hard anymore. And I'm and I'm hoping that means that like Hollywood's about to go like, oh, we need a new thing. We, we got to stop. We need to stop this. rebooting everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or doing these like, you know, 30 year later sequels. Well, um, you know, it's I, I feel like I was saying it 10 years ago mm-hmm. where it's like the nostalgia bubble has to burst because you yeah. can only recycle the same things so many times before you're like, all right, you like the sponge is literally dry. Now there's nothing you can more, you can wring out of it. You need something new. What are you going to do? Yeah. Call and, Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. And we still haven't had that. No, but, no, no, no. I just, was, yeah. It's not just I, so, I, sounded I, like the thing. I, I want to watch it, but I'm also the guy who has like the least affection for the original Ghostbusters sure. movies. I have so, I have strong affection. I mean, from for the first one at least. I mean, I yeah. I like to find. I just you know that's yeah. one of those. Well, I, I mean, from our group because I know B- BJ is the two defender. Yes, you, I was about to speak up as the defender of yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah, Harlow too. and Chuck will defend original Ghostbusters. You know, to the end as as like one of those perfect script movies. But I just pretty close. I I, I think it's I think it's good. I, I don't think it's bad future, in any way. It's, I it's just real up there. I, I don't know what it is that I don't have that affection for it anyway. And I still haven't even watched the, uh, the lady ghostbusters one that, you know, which apparently now is not Canon. I don't really understand that. 
I don't. Oh, yeah. that's how all this. Shit I think works. that's just its own little Ghostbusters tale. Yeah, I know, but it's like. The, Was it, it ever its, canon? Well, did it ever tie well, into the? Did it tie I mean, into the it universe? Had, it had their little cameos from a couple of people, but they weren't their characters. They, right, yeah. they weren't their characters. So I don't. I, I don't know. I kind of feel like it was always its own universe thing because okay. the original Ghostbusting didn't exist in sure. um, Ghostbusters 2014 or whatever. Well, at least, was. yeah, I, without spoilers, I will say this is a, it is 20 whatever, 20 something, you know, 2020 something. And Ghostbusters happened in the 80s slash early 90s, you know, mm-hmm. in the in the reboot. Then I will say no more about Afterlife. I mean, I, I think that's fairly clear when you say, you know. The, the surviving members will be showing up. I think that's fairly yeah. well known. But yeah. anyway, yeah, it's, like I said, it's just, they, it feels like they could have like had a little nod of like, yeah, Lady Ghostbusters also happened and just to acknowledge, deal with it, man boys or whatever, you know, <laughs> I don't know, just something, just like, it felt like a, some, something in the background. That was the time for the little Easter egg. Just like, yeah, it happened. Okay. Like, and it, you know, it, we may do more of that too. We don't know. Yeah. I think they just didn't tie in, I I hate to keep saying Lady Ghostbusters, but yeah. um, answer the call. I answer the call. The, answer the call. Yes, or twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. There we go. I just think they didn't tie G twenty sixteen into the world at all. Mm-hmm. Like there are no there are references, sort of, but they're only references for people who have seen the original movie. They're not like actual. You know, there's no continuity there, yeah. and there's. You it's know. it's not like and I, again this if this if you consider this a spoiler it wow that's really dumb but people offhandedly in the Eternals movie just like go like oh wow you're like Clark Kent or something like that it's like no like <laughs> like yeah, I don't, don't know do like, just like you should Superman and Batman and stuff shouldn't exist in the Marvel universe that's you know don't get peanut butter in my jelly or but I mean do because that's delicious but you know what I mean what are you saying now <laughs> yeah I'm confused <laughs> yeah. Don't Do get like peanut butter in my uh, avocados. Like yeah. Ma- mayonnaise. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you like a peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwich, and then yeah. you're weird. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I think I, do people do that? Because I think people do the peanut butter, banana, and mayonnaise, which is gross. But I think that's what people eat. Ugh. Anyway. Why? I don't know. Yeah. Why would you do that? Um. Anyway, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I just is it on streaming or anything or What's, which one? The, the Ghostbusters. If, Afterlife. If you, if, if you outright purchase it, yes. But oh, okay, I mean, so I'd have to purchase it. Ooh. Yeah I, yeah. I mean, they had a deal with all three, and I was like, all right. You know, I do not own the original two in the 4K, so I will go ahead and buy this bundle yeah. thing, sort of sight unseen. I believe I was trying to trying to get out to the theaters around Christmas. Because I think it was still in theaters at Christmas, but then I got the Roni, mm. and I couldn't go out to the theaters for Christmas. Right. I mean, I could have, but I would have been a huge asshole for doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and you weren't I, feeling great, so you know. I mean, I was feeling it's a good, good reason enough to not sit to be and, an asshole. Yeah, you didn't want to give your yeah. Covigo to everybody. <laughs> right. He is like the buzzing of flies <laughs> going into your mouth and infecting you. Um. <laughs> Put a little love in your lungs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I know we're doing Golden Jocks hopefully next week. Uh-huh. So you kind of know what I've seen and what I haven't. What would you recommend I watch before then, if possible? This can include Spider-Man as well. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, you feel that's a yes. Spider-Man is yes. Given your feeling, Ghostbusters, not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, what about? Again, uh, I, I mean, Last Dune. Night Dune in is. Soho. Yeah, I mean, for yes, for your own edification. I mean, I don't know what your time constraints are versus like availability. Mm-hmm. So, because like Dune's a long movie, and I don't know if you're gonna like it, and I don't know if it's worth the time investment. But is that back know, on HBO Max now? Uh, shit, it might not be. I forgot about that. Yeah. But Suicide Squad is, right? Did it reappear? I, I, I ended up buying that. That showed up like for 10 bucks on iTunes. Okay. And I was like, deal. I'm buying <laughs> Like, I liked that movie. I know it'll be back here, but it'll mm-hmm. also disappear one day or stop being 4K. And I liked this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, out. it's a tough one to say because it's a weird ass year for movies. Yeah, because I only I looked at my letterbox. I have literally one five star movie. Mm-hmm. It feels like back in 2016 where I didn't have any. I, I think the problem is, I you know, I'll tell you what, like, I, I have to sit and do some waiting on people tomorrow. So <laughs> while I'm doing that, I will start to compile my golden jocks list, of which I have not done yet. And mm-hmm. then I will have a better list of because I know I've seen more movies than I think I have like I have every year because I'm like, oh, shit, that came out that yeah. this year. But yeah, yeah, right now I'm struggling because I'm like, I don't remember what all there was. Yeah. I mean, I have multiple four and a halves and mm-hmm. I have the one five. But I, I feel like I'm incomplete. <laughs> like I need to try and cram somehow to try and get, you know. I mean, I would say watch Eternals because it's a, you know, because of the availability. <laughs> yeah. Jen wants to watch that one. Um, it's not bad. It's just, it's like, it's one of those where it's like, I don't know. I just, of all the things, I mean, did we exhaust the Stan Lee well, such as it is? And now they're like, well, time to mine old Jack Kirby. And it's like. Do we want to? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I we, mean, like, I, cause I know eventually Eternals... you're going to hit racism when if you drill deep enough. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I. <laughs> well then, <laughs> but uh, but I know like Eternals was is. I know before Guardians of the Galaxy came out, people were like, "Wow, you're really uh, we're really running out of characters, aren't we, Marvel?" Sure. And then that ends up being like one of people's favorite. Yeah. Of the of all the Marvel movies. But I know Eternals does not have that rep at all. No, Eternals know? is a little more like you know, Eternals. It just Galaxy seems like got, it's gonna got, be way more dour. Like yeah. that's the thing about Guardians was it was like it was funny, like legit yeah. funny. It it got it got sprinkled with the Deadpool shaker in the right way. You yeah. know, where it was like, let's let's not take this quite so seriously and I think that's the problem is like Eternals for the most part takes itself pretty fucking seriously and it's like it's also kind of goofy. <laughs> like it, yeah. it's like, you know, I mean, I think that's what people couldn't deal with the Inhumans show. I mean, besides like the fact that like, you know, everyone was wearing cosplay outfits, you know, on TV, yeah. but it's like, like I said, how the, the Disney plus Marvel movies or Marvel shows look like Marvel movies. And right. Inhumans look like uh sci-fi channel bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Now I, I would give, I would say give agent carter a, a, a chance there you go you were talking about like other other marvel things watch the two seasons of agent carter that is solid and i it, it, i started it, the first season and liked it a lot i do it, remember it, that it looks period appropriate it like they didn't chintz out in any way that like you would notice like because it's like they just mind the old props department <laughs> you know we're mm-hmm. like we could do this like this shit was collecting dust anyway so anyway. okay so I'll, but yeah, I'll I mean, that, add those not, not for golden jocks. I'm just saying you were, I think someone was saying like, you know, I want more Marvel things and agent Carter is a good one of the not Disney plus era, even though it kind of ended on like a, they were going to do more with it and then just 
pulled the plug. So and that so that never went anywhere. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. It's I know there's more that came out this year, but I cannot think of it. Like what what happened? Like I because I mean I started or last year now, but like I was starting to think about it because like wasn't Wonder Woman this year? Like no, that was last year. Was that last year? Yeah, it's it's like it's hard to like these are things where I'm like, how fucking long ago was that? Because I feel like I've watched so much stuff at home that it like makes it hard to tell when it came out. Not that that would enter into any contest of greatness mm-hmm. of the year, but you know. Yeah. I mean, it's just been a weird year because there mm-hmm. were so many movies that they were basically just like only, you know, only in theaters. And I was like, I'm not going to a fucking theater. <laughs> Sorry. I would like to, but no. And you know, and now. Yeah. It's kind of let there I mean, be carnage like, <laughs> by, by only making it in the theater available in the theaters. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, like I there was a work outing to go see Venom too. Oh God, yeah, I'm I'm just saying of all the. I, like, I mean, that one at least was like a rented theater, and mm-hmm. you know, but no. I I know. I just think about like when when we look back at like movies that came out during the period where we're like I don't know. I feel like home release isn't viable for this. We should make people go out during a pandemic to see this, and it's like. Fucking Dude. Venom too. Yeah. <laughs> like I just feel like that's gonna be a thing. Like I'm gonna kind of constantly go. You know, I'm just saying, be prepared years from now. I just feel like I'm gonna be circled back to fucking Venom too. They were like, nah, die for this cause, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like if I had died because I went to see Tenet. Yeah, I would oh, like oh I would haunt Christopher Nolan. Holy mm-hmm. shit, I would be like you and your family. You got a ghost. Yeah, for forever. Yeah, I'm gonna leave a memento of your family on your corpse. Yeah, like <laughs> I'll be following you everywhere. <laughs> God, and my inception will be this knife into your face. <laughs> like, like it, ten. It's one of those. I feel like I should watch. Sorry, it I'm again. not actually gonna hurt Christopher Nolan. I actually really yeah. like his work, and that's why I was able yeah. to name it all that fast. That's the thing. Like, like Tenet, Like, I, I keep wanting to give him the benefit of the doubt and be like, I should go back and try and do Tenet again. But like, nah. I, every time I want to, I'm like, I don't need to plumb those depths because I don't think there's anything there. It's fine. It's a fine movie. And that's yeah. all it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the only thing that you're going to get by watching it again is you'll be like, oh, look, there's that guy in the background. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Probably. That's all the depth that there is, is the depth of field in the camera. <laughs> Instead, watch more things with David Tennant and you'll have a better time. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. So, because it's the Variety Hour, mm-hmm. we actually got an email to No Quarters, but it applies here. Sure. So I'm going to go ahead and variety. read it. Okay. And I'll let Corey know that we didn't read it on uh, on No Quarters, but we read it here. So well, he it's probably listen. better to not have to wait like six months or so for it to get read. Yeah, that show. <laughs> this kind of applies to that too. But uh, yeah, Corey says, uh, "Answer this or else." No says, hey, No Quarters crew, I have a non-gaming question, but rather a question about your drive and motivation to podcast. As a fellow podcaster who has done many shows throughout the years, how do you find the motivation to keep podcasting when you start missing episodes or you feel like an episode won't be as high quality as previous masterpieces? Side note, I would never call any of our episodes masterpieces except... There's one masterpiece. Yeah. There's literally one, and you guys know which one it is. But uh, Corey continues. I currently do a show with a much shorter runtime, but requires a lot, a bit more work than simply playing a game and talking about it because that time needed. There are moments when my podcast partner and I just aren't ready to make content. The feeling of doom and gloom starts to set in. And then before you know, it's been two weeks without an episode on on our weekly podcast. 
I know deep down in the end, it really doesn't matter. The people who want to listen will continue to listen, but it sits in the back of my head that I need to do better, but then constantly fail to do better. Stay cool, all you cats and kittens. Sent from my old Surface Pro, which Mackie had an episode of We Got This Covered Radio Gaming Edition on it. What a ride that was. It was, buddy. Uh, P.S. If you want to plug my show, Game Pass or Pass, I will never say no. Which, yeah. he uh, Let's not plug his show. Yeah, let's not. But yes, <laughs> yeah. but, but uh, Corey, yes, yeah, I used show. to... Beep, beep, beep. Way back when, <laughs> yes, it chuckled beep all Redacted. this <laughs> but, um, but no, uh, Corey, uh, we did a video game podcast for a Mm -hmm. website that is now a complete shithole and the guys who ran it were assholes. And Mm. uh, yeah, that was an interesting experience being on that. Cool. Yeah. On the whole. If you see a link for, we got this covered, don't fucking click it because fuck that guy and fuck all his clickbait bullshit and literally making things up and just posting spoilers for movies. Like the worst, but anyway, yeah. um, It's tough sometimes like you know like we're doing this now because we like at first i was like we can skip a week if chuck's not going to make it and then bj was like no we should just do a variety hour because why not it's fun to talk yeah. I, and i'm the motivation say, like, in this not in this lower group. the bar but like don't be afraid <laughs> to hit the bar <laughs> like yeah. i think that's the thing is like you know don't take the corporate mentality is what i would say like corporations have these things where it's like you know you always have to escalate and always show a profit like don't be afraid to sustain like you know that's sometimes fine yeah and that's um speaking of video game content next lander which was a former guys from giant bomb formed their own thing formed a patreon made an absolute fuck ton of money off of it but as Vinny, one of the main guys said he's just like you know what we want to do our own thing and sometimes you know what we're making enough like we're all making a good living doing this we don't need to suddenly escalate it. There's never mm-hmm. some guy saying, well, you're, you've got 10,000 subscribers. You need 15,000. Now right. by, by Jan- by March, you have to be at 15,000. And then when you mm-hmm. hit 15,000, he goes, okay, by June, we got to be at 25,000. Like you can't care about that stuff. There's a corporate obsession with growth in yeah. um, the entire world. I was going to say just America, but there's an obsession with the, with the idea that you have to constantly be growing and like that seeped into every corner of everybody's life. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it's important to grow as a person, mm-hmm. but it is not important whatsoever to continue to grow profits year over year or grow. Like it's cool to grow like your audience if that's a thing that you want to do, but don't, don't feel pressured to, to do that because it's unsustainable. Like mm-hmm. you can't just grow everything forever. Something else has to suffer somehow. Um, so definitely don't feel the pressure. Yeah. Uh, and if you grow the, anything without shit, man. <laughs> yeah. And also, if you force it, people know. You know, it's yeah. okay to take a break. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not be feeling it. You know, yeah. it's... it's If the people and are there, they'll come back. And I think that becomes a mentality with all these things that like, if we stop, then everyone's just going to unsubscribe. And it's like, no, they still got you in their feed. When you mm-hmm. come back, guess what? They're going to go, Oh shit, it's a new episode. And yeah. you know, and that's why like no quarters, we used to be like, no, we need to do it. It's, it's, it's the third week of the month. We need to do this. And now we're just like, you know what? If we don't have anything to talk about, we don't have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I also like, as far as, Oh crap, you know, we couldn't get, we couldn't get it done or oh crap i don't want to do this like that's a thing that i that i struggle with a lot is 
all of the sudden not wanting to do something that I know I'm going to enjoy. And I, I struggle with it with the with every literally every podcast I do. And I don't maybe that's depression, but um but you also have to remind yourself of how much you like doing it sometimes. Um because like, you know, the brain worms will lie to you about, you know, not liking things. But like we took some time off for the um for we have all the time in the in the world um over the holidays and plus my getting the Ronas. But you stated it right there in the title that you were not on a schedule. That <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. That's true. But we are I mean, we are on a schedule. We just oh. mm-hmm. we just front loaded a bunch of episodes. Um Okay. And are still continuing to do that. But like when I did the homework for for the most recent episode, like I really enjoyed watching the movie, but I didn't I was just not feeling up to like the actual recording of it. And I had to have a like serious talk with myself, like, hey, wait a minute. Like you're having a great time recording these podcasts with your friend and they're turning out really well. I don't know if anybody's listening to them, but they're turning out great. And I think they're fantastic. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, if I listened to podcasts, I would probably agree. Yeah. <laughs> I like it, well, but I also have not paid for it. Right. I got well, it for Mackie's, free. Yeah, Mackie's well, opinion I, I, is the see, only I one that matters. Kind of, really. I would, even if I did like it, I wouldn't give that kind of a, that's a very backhanded endorsement right there. <laughs> I like it, but then again, you know, it's, it's free. free. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but like I, I had, I had to like have the pep talk, which was like, I, this is a thing I really enjoy doing with my friend. I think we're turning out good work. It's not hard to do. It's just going to take a little bit of time and, uh, like snap myself out of it and even talk to like, talk to who you're podcasting with about it and say like, oh yeah, I'm looking forward to recording this, this episode because, you know, Either it was a really good, it's a really good subject or, um, you know, just talk to them about, about doing the recording and what you're excited about. And that might help you, you know, move forward a little bit, Yeah, but it's tough. Like you can talk to your doctor if podcasting is right for you. (laughs) (laughs) Your doctor should say no. If he's a good doctor, he'll say no, but, um, if they have a beard, you already know the answer. I mean. Because they're going right. to give you their podcast QR code. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't listen to your doctor's podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called four out of five. Yeah. And sometimes it's yeah. okay to just put out a bad episode, to be totally honest. Like yeah. sometimes you just need to get over that hump and just get one out. And yeah. you don't want to force it, but it's also like, you know what? If you've recorded it, sometimes it's okay to just let it go. And it's not a big deal if if it's not, if you don't feel like it's the best thing in the world. Like... Every time out, we have no idea what that's like, but yeah. for you, it might work. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I think 90% <laughs> of our episodes suck. Like, personally, I'm just like, nah, that wasn't a good episode. <laughs> we weren't feeling I, it that night. And then there's some that people just love that I'm like, oh, wow, I don't even remember doing that, you know? And yeah. I don't like listening to myself talk whatsoever. So I can't listen to any agreed. of our episodes. No. <laughs> right. Yeah. Fair. No, just fair. I don't, I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just right there. Right. However, the weird thing is, like, we have all the time in the world. I actually like listening to that, and I can't figure that out. I it's cannot figure Jens out. Jens puts music into it. I guess. Maybe. It's um, a instrumental. Yes. Which, by the way, would it be a great podcast for 
<laughs> I just thought of. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You and yeah. Jens are doing Yenstrumental. Um, look forward to that in your podcast feed. But yeah, don't listen to your episodes <laughs> after they after they air. Just get them edited and put them up, and then don't listen to them. And also, don't listen to feedback and uh, <laughs> never read emails or tweets about your podcast. Yeah. But honestly, like, if you're not feeling it, it's okay, man. It it happens. It, you know, like, it. you don't have to force anything. And, you know, that's, that's part of why we haven't done uh, Doctor Who in a while. And that's why we haven't done, uh, Chuck and I haven't done uh, the X-Men podcast. Is it's just, sometimes life gets in the way. And, you know. Life uh, gets in the way. Yeah. Um, life finds a way to get in the way but um there but it yeah it and it's all right man i like you i guess you have to find the place where you're happy you know <laughs> that, that's how i look at it is are you trying to say you should find your happy place maybe okay maybe that's a more succinct way of saying what i just said sure. yes okay <laughs> <laughs> slide uh, yeah but um no, I, I mean, I I always enjoyed talking to Corey. I always enjoyed listening to our shows together. So, uh, yeah, and I, I like his. I think it's a good idea. It's basically like, hey, if this is on Game Pass, should you bother? Which, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a good entry point because it's like, hey, all, all the person has to do is click download or click the cloud thing and <laughs> mess around with it. But, uh, yeah. I don't know what I don't think we came to any sort of consensus with that question, but I think you. Oh, we sure believe. did give a lot of advice, though. Yeah, yeah. you got to believe. Yeah. yeah, hopefully some of it sticks there, Corey, and you'll get back on that horse and post about give that. it a hundred ten percent. Yeah, post about that. My friend Pedro game that Kyle told us about where you were a banana that kills people or something. I don't remember exactly what. Oh it yeah, was. I tried that. Uh, your friend is a banana. And it kills, and okay. you kill people. You kill people at the behest of Not a banana. The banana. Yeah, the banana's just like, hey, you should probably kill people. You know, like a good dog. Well, hmm. next door. Works for me. So anyway, uh, uh-huh. BJ. Yes. If people want to write us, what should they do? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> If they want to write like, us via email, believe. Oh, oh, if they want to, okay, if they want to send us an email. Oh, yes. you wanted contact information. I was like, I don't know what they should do with their life. Uh, you wanted something more specific. So, uh, BMF at bmfcast.com is our email address. Uh, there's also the Garfield phone, which is 9105 Jocks BMF or 910556 Uh Give us a call. Tell us how you're doing. Tell us you know, about I, the I movies. Realized, that I, you believe, like. I believe technically you could text that number too, couldn't you? I mean, yeah, yeah. You I mean, text. I just realized we've never really offered that as a thing, but I think I you guess could, you could. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. it's set to receive. Garfield's modernized, I believe. <laughs> yeah, I, I can, I can actually send yeah. and receive texts from the. Well, there you go. The app on my telephone. So yeah, there you go. So yes, text away if if you, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, text us at those. one in the morning. Say you up. Um, it's not we won't not respond. Being... Right, I might. Who knows? Um, anyway. Uh, you can also go to the website to check out all the uh, all the other stuff we do. It's bmfcast.com. And if you like 
uh, some sort of weird bonus content that you have to pay for, patreon.com slash bmfcast, uh, where you can catch some of the aforementioned podcasts like We Have All the Time in the World, uh, Doctor Who You, um, one of my favorite podcasts, which um, was good news, everyone. Uh, but bad news, they're not, uh, they're not continuing episodes of that right now. <laughs> yeah, but pressure Mackie to do it. <laughs> Perhaps sometime in the future. Yeah, I just need Drama. to win the yeah. lottery and have the time. Yeah. Email Mackie. I do not have all the time in the world, unfortunately. No. Um, coming up on five years since I stopped doing that, by the way. Holy which is crap. crazy to think about because we're coming up on that long for uh, having the uh, having the Patreon. For itself. having the Patreon in general, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of extra bonus content and our bonus BS episodes and stuff. Um, BMF Cast Extra, which is the um, sort of the flagship of uh, of our Patreon. That's uh, Chuck and Harlow doing doing God's work on uh, watching the stuff on the that side. wouldn't necessarily yeah. qualify for the main show. Yeah, perhaps perhaps venturing into good and or too too long for the prime. I think is the is the thing. Yeah, that seems to be the big yeah. criteria. Yeah, or or just like you know, let's take a trip down a dumb series that went on too long or a theme or something yep. you know the, the things we it's would just basically like, chuck and harlow's playground yeah we were just like things we used to do in the second half like hey chuck you wanna or, you know i feel like that's where our bond thing started we we're just like what if we what if we all watched bond movies one a week until right. the new bond came out <laughs> and then we'll talk about this i still love that i did that cast extra. i did yeah. like two episodes of that and then by the end it was like a, a second episode every mm-hmm. episode because we're like we right. all watch golden eye mm-hmm. we should have charged money for that yeah yeah, well. We but now I'm doing it with Yens and charging yeah. money for it. Uh, you yours go. with Yens is much better and much more comprehensive. I'll I'll say that. So I decided on a format early and we're sticking with it. Yep. And so. it works. Uh our our second half walked so that we have all the time in the world can run. <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh let's get out of here, shall we? Let's. Oh right, yes. Let's. I'm Harlow. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. No, I'm Harlow, damn it. <laughs> I'm Mackie, damn it. I'm BJ, and this is BMFCast Variety Hour Away! Away!